Welcome, you're listening to the Teen Life Survival Guide Podcast. This podcast is intended for teens that want to grow in their faith and learn how to be better followers of Christ. But honestly, it's open to whoever wants to listen and join in the fun. If you have any topic requests, email us at teenlifesurvivalguide at gmail.com. And lastly, just so you know, we typically use the New American Standard Bible if you wanted to know what Bible we use. What's up, guys? I hope you're doing well. Today's topic is past trauma and new relationships. And as always, before we get started, let's go to God with prayer. Father in heaven, we love you. We adore you. We trust you, Lord. We know that everything you do is out of love and that suffering is not from you, but you even take suffering and the things of this world that hurt us, our past traumas, and you use them to help us grow and you use them to help see you and see that you were there for us even through the worst of times. And Lord, let us recognize our past traumas and not leave them from you. Give them to you instead because we know when we talk about them with you, you give us a love and a peace beyond understanding and you show us how to combat those things that have hurt us and that you love us no matter what we've been through or what choices we've made or what we've experienced and lord let us see that today and let us grow closer to you in your name we pray amen so first off i want to say that um the last couple since the secular music podcast that i've done have been things that kind of came to me and i don't mind at all doing things that kind of came to me but i will tell you that the ones that you guys reach out to me and request for are usually the ones that get the most views and so I just want to remind you especially if you're a new listener or if you've been on the fence should you really reach out email me teenlifesurvivalguide at gmail.com please do it because whatever is on your heart God put it for a reason and you want the answers to it and y'all know I'm just a vessel I'm just doing what the God, God puts on my heart but you might want the answers to it but God also might be calling you to that question into that deep study because other people need it too and that's exactly what happened um the secular music one was a request and I can't tell you how many people um listened to it and I'm sure really enjoyed it it's one of our highest view ones and that's what we want to do you know God put it on my heart that teens and adults too we need you know a survival God and the Bible is a survival God but sometimes we have to work through it together and so we're a little family here and I want to keep encouraging you so as you get any ideas if God puts it on your heart even if you think it's a topic we already did or you just have a silly question, email me, email me, email me. I I think that the God put it on your heart for a reason, and I would love to hear it. But for now, we'll stick with what God put on my heart. And what he put on my heart is how past traumas will reflect or affect our new relationships or just our relationships in general. And I've been on this giant grow journey this year, and I noticed that a lot of things that I didn't even know were affecting me were affecting me. And I went through therapy, and I went through reflection, and lots of prayer and all these things to find out you know these deep roots and so I wanted to do a podcast on it even though I kind of talked about it and kind of go into why it's so important to identify that past trauma why trauma why it's so important to give that past trauma to God and also why it's so important to share those things and be open with those we love um and so our past trauma number one if we don't identify it and we don't take hold of it and we don't own it the past trauma doesn't go away the harms of our past trauma doesn't go away the only thing that goes away is our reality we stick in this denial that it didn't happen or it stays unfixed and all it does is it builds up over time um we have to also realize that the devil's going to use it as a tool to keep us from good things i know with me um relationships i've lost in the past the reason i lost them is i don't have self-confidence which we talked about when it comes to me that's where i'm at you know my weaknesses but i don't have self-confidence you know i don't see why people like me for me 
And so the devil uses that as a tool and it all comes from my past traumas. And we all have past traumas, whether you want to identify them or not, in affects relationships. If you had an abusive family member, it's gonna affect the way you let people love you because you're gonna be in the back of your mind still worried about being abused, even if you were younger when you were abused. If you went through a bad breakup, sometimes it's gonna be hard to let someone else in because you're gonna be fearful of another bad breakup. If your parents went through a rough divorce, you might be fearful that when you get married, you think the person loves you, but then you're worried they truly don't. And the thing is, it's not their fault, but it's also not your fault either. And so we have to identify these past traumas, whether it's you were bullied as a kid, you were being bullied now, you, you know, you went through a rough spot, you lost someone you love tragically. Whatever it is, we need to go through these steps. So the first thing I want to go through is how can we combat the trauma? So the first thing we want to do is we want to identify it. Um, hopefully through prayer and reflection, I had to go to, through therapy. Sometimes our friends or other people can also um, identify for it. Sometimes we miss things or we don't see a common denominator. I know with me when I went to therapy, my main thing was, you know, I kept thinking it was going to be about one thing, um, but I was just trying to give her a summary of my life and it kept going back to um, a relationship I had that was actually from kindergarten. And, you know, that sounds so ridiculous, but that relationship took a root of abandonment and it followed me because I never accepted it. I never acknowledged it. And then I was bullied as I got older in this little bit root of abandonment, this past trauma that started so long ago had taken root and had affected all my friendships. And I had no idea. So when I made all these new friendships, the reason I felt so fearful that I was going to lose people, the reason I didn't want to let them into certain signs, all rooted back to my fear of abandonment, which started in kindergarten, y'all. As crazy as that sounds. I had a friend, um, I don't want to get into it. I don't think she would ever listen to this podcast, but out of respect for other people, but I had a friend who I absolutely adored, who I met in kindergarten as we aged, um, and I started to get bullied. We drifted apart, and I'm starting to realize that although I still loved and cared about her, and although I didn't feel like I held a grudge, I started to realize that the fact that when I was being bullied, she didn't stand up for me, um, really broke me, and it made me have this abandonment with all my other friends. I always felt like, you know, I wasn't good enough, or I wasn't cool enough, and it all went back to because people didn't accept me, they bullied me, and the fact that she didn't choose me, that I let her into my heart, and she didn't choose me, and although she never bullied me, and she was never mean to me, this was something that the devil used um, to kill my self-worth, and to discourage me. So first, we have to identify. Once you identify, what is the root? What is picking at you so much? Um, and mom was love and abandonment, and it wasn't just that relationship. I had some love things too, but once you figure out what it is, identifying it, step two is monitoring it by reflecting on your day. Um, there is several times that, you know, I didn't realize how much it was affecting me until certain situations happened. I noticed I'd be in a bad mood and I'd have to ask myself, why am I in a bad mood? I'd pray about it and say, why am I so mad? Um, I had a, a co-worker who said that they were going to do something and then they said, you know what? This is too overwhelming. I don't know if I'm going to be able to, to do this anymore. And I remember being so sour and they weren't giving it up because of me and they weren't, it didn't involve me in any way. It was all personal, valid reasons. And I didn't want to tell them, but it made me so upset. And I'm like, why am I so upset about this? They have valid reasons. It's not personal against me. What is causing the issue? And again, it was that fear of abandonment. I felt like they were abandoning me by not choosing to continue the same thing they were doing before. And it had nothing to do with me. So 
was putting all this extra frustration that they didn't deserve, all this extra unhappiness and stress because I had this feeling of abandonment and that wasn't the reality. They weren't trying to abandon me. They weren't trying to hurt me. And most of the times that's what we do with the people we love is because of things that happened in our past, um, we reflected on our future and it affects our relationships. Like I said, I've lost relationships because of past trauma. We need to be honest with the people it can affect. Um, this is a huge one and I still struggle because I don't like letting people into my emotional side. I can do praise Jesus all day. I can share my testimony. I can talk about God on these podcasts all day long. But when it comes to my circle, my people that, you know, I call them my top five, those people that if I lost them in my life, when I give you a certain part of my heart, it's yours. Those people um, that I don't want to lose, I can't imagine losing, and I've lost one, and just what I thought would happen did happen. When I give you a piece of the heart, those people, I don't ever want to lose them. And so when I let them into my emotional side, I turn into an absolute crazy person. I become paranoid. I become nervous. I, I, I like freak out. I'm critical. Like I'm one that you could text me one week and then not text me for a million other weeks. But if I give you my heart and I text you something personal and it's like two days and you ain't text me back, like I lose my mind and I'm not doing it because I'm trying to put pressure on them. But it's that insecurity from my past trauma. I think to myself that they're going to abandon me. I let them into this part and that's the part, you know, maybe that people don't like and so they're going to leave me. They're going to abandon me. But what I've noticed is the more I've let people into that part and I explain to them, look, this is on me. This isn't you. I'm not judging you. I'm not mad. But you know, when you don't reach out to me or you don't do this, like this is why I struggle. I have trauma. I have abandonment issues and I'm just honest with the people I love. Now, do I do this with everybody? No, we're talking about those people who you prayed to God and you know they're your people. Um, And I know I run the risk. It's happened before of letting someone into that side of me and them not choosing me. But I know that if that happens, that God's going to give me the strength to get through. But if I truly love them to the point that I feel like I can let them in, I shouldn't hold that back from them for fear of them leaving. Because at the end of the day, honesty is the most important. And at the end of the day, even if I lose them, lose them, nothing on this earth can harm me. Nothing is too much to lose except if we lose Jesus in our eternity. And I know it's hard, especially when I've let someone in and lost them. It sucked. Um, Even if I understand why and I don't blame them. It still sucks, um, but you got to keep going. And then four on my list is knowing it doesn't define you. Um, We can't let the trauma, what other people think, what we've experienced, what other people have done to us, other people's choices that they made define us. Uh, If people didn't choose you, if they abandoned you, that does not define you. Even if you're the one that made the mistake, this was what I struggled with so much. Because when I make a mistake and I lose someone, I want it to define me. I'm ashamed of it. I hate it. I lost someone I loved and it got to the point where it almost defined me. But the thing is, that's the devil. That's not that person. And that's not God. Jesus died. So when we mess up, we can be forgiven and we can be closer to him. Should we mess up on purpose? Absolutely not. But it doesn't define who you are. And then fifth, and I've kind of said it throughout. And finally, you got to put it into God's hands through prayer. A lot of times we don't want to give it to him. But if we reflect each day and we say, God, here are my weaknesses. I keep getting frustrated. God, through the Holy Spirit, help me see what is the common denominator. Is it a past trauma? What is affecting me that's causing me all these things? 
like I said, um, one time I prayed this song, Spirit Lead Me by Michael K, something with a K. You can Google Spirit Lead Me. Um, I did that about a year ago and that's when all that craziness went down where I found out all my sins and that kind of stuff. But it led me where I wanted to go. As much as some of that was painful, um, some of that I didn't want to go through, I needed to go through it because I needed the relationship I now have with God. I needed what I learned to spread awareness to other people and to help me grow. And most importantly, I needed to realize that I had all this past drama, trauma that I have not let out. I'm one that likes to hide my feelings. I'm one that was always told to be tough and, you know, just don't share if you're upset. Just don't be emotional. And I would get compliments for not crying at funerals and I would get compliments for being a strong one. So I felt like I had to be that, which I know I've said before. Um, But then when I asked God to show me the way, he showed me, you got to let all that go, Dana. And you have to just be you. It's okay when you're sad. It's okay that you have past trauma, but you have to give it to me. And I do that often now when I'm feeling abandoned. I say, God, I'm feeling abandoned. God, I feel like it's too much. And I let him in and I talk it through with him. And when you do all those steps of realizing, identifying it, monitoring it and reflecting it, being honest with the people you love that it can affect, knowing it doesn't define you and putting it in his hands, it truly makes a difference. Like I said, we got to remember the devil's going to try to use it um, against us. He's going to try to keep us from good things. If he knows we have a relationship abandonment issue, then guess what he's going to do? He's going to use that to affect the good relationships God's bringing your way. If if he knows you've been abused or hurt, he's going to bring up those things to you when you actually have people who God placed in your life to love you that are not. And that's why, of course, the Bible equips us and reminds us we are not our past. Um, You can Google, there's millions of verses that talk about how we are a new creation. And we truly are. God died for us and he gave us this opportunity that no matter what our past was, we are a new creation. So no, we can't control our upbringing or when people hurt us, but we can control what we do in response and how we deal with those emotions and feelings. And God can always take what the enemy meant for evil and he could turn it for good. And so today I want to leave you with Genesis 50, 20. And so Genesis 50, 20 says, as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about for many people should be kept alive as they are today. And this is the story of Joseph. And Joseph was betrayed by his brothers. They wanted to kill them. They decided to sell him into slavery. He has to go through this whole traumatic life. Then God stays with him, stays loyal to him. He trusts in God and he has a chance where he can get um, revenge against his brothers. He can take that past trauma of being abandoned and being hurt and being betrayed and he can act on it. And he could have used it in hurt his other relationships and not trusted God, but he didn't. But instead, his response was, again, as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring about the many people should be kept alive as they are today. So when he was sold into slavery, his plan, everything that happened in his life, although to us seems kind of like, wow, cruel, whatever, God used every part of his suffering, every part of that abandonment and trauma he went to to build him up as a person. And when he forgives and he restores, he not only restores his family, but he restores all these people around him and he helps save the community and restore them. And so he's pointing out that although the devil tried to attack him and use these sinful things and the jealousy that got the best of the brothers, God can still take that trauma and use it for good. So whatever trauma you are facing, look it in the eye, say, you are not your trauma. You are not your past. You are not what other people did to you. You are not the mistakes you made, but you are a new creation and God could take whatever from your past was meant for 
evil and turn it to good, but we have to identify it. We have to monitor it and make sure it doesn't get the best of it. We have to recognize it, say it out loud. The people who can, you know, help us through it, we have to let them in. Like I said, they reminded me over and over, Dana, your emotional side's great. Dana, this is not a big deal. Dana, get out your head. We love you. And I needed that. And God knew I did. And he gave me those people. Know your past and your trauma doesn't define you. You couldn't control what other people did. Put it in God's hand. Give it to him. I hope that helps. I know it was repetitive, but it is so very important to identify it and not let it control you because most of us, our culture, our upbringing, all those things dictate our step and our act. And we got to make sure that if it's negatively dictating us, that we uproot it and don't let the devil keep using it to stop us. Instead, use it as your testimony. Use it to help other people see their traumas and use it for good. God bless.